Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Alright, fans, welcome back to another episode of Two Idiot Girls. Previous week, you guys, we have fallen trapped to the white women again. Mine's over there. We're Stanley Cup girls. Listen, I told Dason this like a couple weeks ago. We didn't want to be. I was like, not to be on my white bitch shit, but like that cup is calling my name. <laughs> like, listen, one thing about me. I love a fucking cup, like a travel ball, cup. Yeah. yeah, like something easy, simple. And what I love about that is, first of all, 40 ounces of liquid is what that bitch holds. Mm-hmm. One. Two, it's got a straw. Three, it's got a lid. Four, a and most handle. importantly. Oh, yeah. Four handle. Five, most importantly, fits in the cup holders of any car. And let me tell you, I because I moved a while ago, I just recently started getting like grown up dishware for my house. But I have no travel cups, like none at all. The only ones I have are ones that I've stolen because Dason leaves them here. And then if you leave it in my house, it's mine. I know. I left a glass <laughs> cup and a glass straw here. So. And it's mine. I know. So it's been added to my collection. <laughs> Everybody knows that. If you leave it here, it's mine. My mom left a external battery here. It's been in my house. It's mine now. <laughs> it's in my purse. Literally. <laughs> she left it here with the cords. So. Dude, I, when we were little, <laughs> if you're an older sister, you'll get this. I'll be like, why are you wearing that shirt? That's mine. And she goes, it was in my drawer. What? Clearly don't care enough about it that it made its way into my drawer. My thing is like, you never would have known if I didn't wear it. Like, you're never going to look that's for so it. annoying. Anyways. But that's another thing is like. I never cared if she wanted to wear my stuff, but she always cared if she Now that I'm I older, would. we don't care. Now, now we don't yeah. care, but when we were kids, like high now school. Now that I'm going to be 30, I don't care, but when I was 15, I was going to But even then, down. that's kind of a lie. You guys, because... I have to share something vulnerable with you. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, she says that, but yeah. even now she'll be like, isn't that mine? And I'd be like, yeah, you left it here. My my house is like the void. Like if it goes in there, you'll never see it again. The quantum realm. Yeah, it, if it disappears in there, I'm not responsible. It's mine now. Truly. I'm the king of the quantum realm. I'm just sucking it all in. It's all mine. You <laughs> so know what I mean? But yeah, girl, dude, believe the hype on the cups. Believe the hype. I don't want to. I don't want to say that they were right, but they're right. They were right. They're right about that cup. They okay? were right about the cups. They were right about pumpkin spice latte. Listen, yeah, get yours in here so they can kiss. Listen. Let's have our cups kiss. <laughs> <laughs> See, look, girl. And have you ever like? Okay, so I'm someone who like needs to go to sleep with a water. Next There's water. We, we, these are water cups. We don't put. I I hope to God Drew's not putting soda in her. No, but. I haven't yet. But <laughs> that's what Dom does. It's just a water cup as of right now. Sure. Okay. But I'm someone who needs a water cup next to my bed. And like what I fucking hate is when I wake up in the morning and I want a drink of water and it tastes like the room. Oh, when I it doesn't hate have a that. lid or like your water bottle. Yeah, like yeah. it just it tastes like not water, Ugh. which is disgusting. You know how they say like these aren't dishwasher safe? Mm-hmm. I go prove it and I throw my thing in there and then I'm mad that it tastes like dishwasher. I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> <Yeah>. But this <laughs> one, this little puppy, I'm going to hand wash her. 
Dude, yesterday Billy goes, where's mine? Because I bought him one too. I got all of us one, including my mom. Yeah, mine's a, a, a periwinkle blue. Shout out to Michelle, our nail girl, for the hookup. Because believe it or not, these bitches are impossible to find in California Michelle right now. Us, yeah, Michelle, Michelle has a plug, so that's how <laughs> I got them. But uh, I bought Billy one too because he. one thing about him, he's going to drink water. Yeah, He's going to drink gallons of it every day. So this holds 40 fucking ounces. I was like, I got him one too. I got him a white one. And yesterday, last night when we got home from the airport, he was like, where's my cup? I go, I don't know. And he's like, I bet you it's in the dishwasher. I go, why would you think it's in there? He goes, because I bet your brother used it because my brother was living at my house while I was gone. And he looked in there and he goes, oh, he probably used it. Was in, it's in there. Um. But I was like, that's not, that's not necessarily true. Like it could have been in the sink and then my uncle could have just done dishes. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I'll have to ask Donnie to confirm. Maybe don't. Let Billy believe something <laughs> Live else. in the ignorance. Yeah. Do you want to hear my vulnerable take? I don't think so, but <laughs> you're going to tell, tell me no matter so what. Everyone so everyone knows I have a really big crush on Pedro Pascal. I truly believe if I met him, I could make him fall in love with me. Yeah. He's the same age as my mom, but I truly believe I can make it happen. <laughs> um, I have a new crush. I want you to guess who it is. How would I ever be able to guess who the it is? The big game was yesterday, so I want you to guess who it is. They're a football player. Oh, it's Rihanna. <laughs> I was gonna say, well, it is a football club. player, and I don't want to admit who it is, but I'm being vulnerable. Please guess. It's not Patrick Mahomes, is it? Ew, no. Okay, I was gonna say that was mean. I don't want to share anymore. That's why I said let's move on. <laughs> no, it's not Patrick Mahomes. Grow up. I, I just know. Why do you? Why do you fun of him? Why do you think I said it's not right? Because I'm like, there's no, no way. It's not. I'm ruling it out. That's so gross. That made me mad. Is it a Kelsey brother? It is. Yeah. Is it? It's not Travis. Is it Travis? It's Travis Kelsey. That's a sexy ass man right there. I'm here to admit it. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> well, okay. You're not wrong. Like I actually interviewed Travis Kelsey at the very first Pro Bowl I ever worked oh in my college. Gosh, you guys, this is our meet cute. <laughs> I interviewed him. He was a rookie that year. Um, so he obviously did enough to get invited to the pro bowl, but he wasn't like even anywhere near where he's at now. Now he's like crazy. So everyone knows who like, remembers that dating show he I had was just going to catching say. Kelsey. Who remembers it was on YouTube, right? It was on E. Oh, anyways, E news. Everyone knows. I don't know anything about sports. I only know who Travis Kelsey is because you're interviewed him. I forgot about that, but also yeah. because she would call me and break down every episode of catching Kelsey. No, I wouldn't. Just kidding. I was going to say, I didn't watch that fucking she, no, show. You watched like one or two episodes. Yeah. My friend watched it because she loved him too. So she was like, Oh my God, let's watch this and we tried and it was fucking horrible so yeah. it's like it was literally like no, uh, but she called me and gave me a breakdown of whatever she watched for like 40 minutes yeah i was like i mean i watched it it's none of it's real and also you know what i mean but like as far as i know he seems like okay i know he has a podcast actually with his brother <gasps> for those of you who don't watch the big sports Travis Kelsey's a tight end on the Kansas City Chiefs. He's been on the Chiefs, I, I believe, his entire career. Jason Kelsey is, I believe, his older brother, and he's a lineman on the Eagles, the Philadelphia Eagles. So they played against each other uh, in the Super Bowl yesterday. It was so cute. Yeah, it's a very, it's a very like uh, crazy turn of events. I feel like because they're such different positions and they're such different vibes. Like 
I don't know if you saw, they always film their walk-in outfits. Like oh, the I didn't day watch that, but I know you're they put that. them up <laughs> next to each other. Cause Jason Kelsey is like a fucking dad. Like he's literally like the dude at Dick's sporting goods. Like that's how he was dressed. Like he had a t-shirt, sh- like shorts and like fucking new balances with socks, like ankle socks. And then Travis Kelsey had like this, he was like fitted to the nines. But it was really funny seeing them walk in. Like <laughs> they just put them next to each other, like the videos. I was like, "Us, literally, literally us." us. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's my new current crush, guys. I mean, it's mostly Pedro, but he's in there. Let me tell you some tea about Travis no. Kelsey. He's it's gonna, nothing. Their brothers are gonna come on our podcast, and you're gonna be so embarrassed. Invite me if you're real. No, Invite me yeah. onto yours if you're real. You know what I'm saying? You won't. You won't. I don't believe you. Just kidding. Uh, he was with the same girl for a, a while, which is record time for a professional athlete to have a girlfriend for like five years. Like they were together for a while, a minute and, um, they broke up and then I forget how, but like she had like said to some extent that a big reason they broke up was because he's cheap. And then I was like, what? Like he has crazy money because he's a fucking successful player on and off the field. Like he's also a person. She also had her own money too though. Yeah. She, she was an influencer. Yeah. Um, so she made good money. I think that's why it worked so well because like they, they just matched each other's vibes, I guess. But like, <laughs> she like said that he was cheap. And then he, in response to that was like, I'm not a cheap. I'm just like frugal, which sounds like a cheap person thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I don't mean like, obviously he's not hard for money. I just mean like a dude who doesn't, who refuses to spend money on you is weird. That's strange. Mm-hmm. Don't know if it's true. I'm just here to report. The I'll news. let you guys know. I don't know. <laughs> also shave the beard and let's see if Jason still has a No, crush. I'm scared. of. Let's that. see. Let's see. That's the true test. I know. He's also very tall as a tight end there. Yeah. Tight ends are, are known to be very tall. So I don't know guys, I've been on my straight bitch shit. I need to get my shit together. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is unlike me. Like that's like the most, like everyone has a crush on him. On Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Yeah. You're really, you're really getting the gamut because like, if they don't like the people who don't like Travis Kelsey for sure, like Pedro Pascal. Yeah. And it's like both. It's vi- and vice versa. That's why, like, you know, like everyone liked Austin Butler. Yeah. When he was in Elvis, I didn't get it at all. I got it to an extent, but like, at what point do you admit a big part of that is him being tall? Cause he's it's, for sure tall. Like it's the same with like, um, he's probably like six, two. Is it Pete Davidson? You're saying, is he hotter? Is he just I've, tall? Pete Davidson. Never. Never in a million, like never. No, I'm, did it, I have never no. once thought that man was attractive. Like <laughs> not even a little. Not at all what I'm saying. I'm saying, you, you're saying like, is Austin Butler hot or is he just No, tall? he's conventionally attractive too. Oh, okay, like okay. the face is conventionally but attractive. But I'm talking about other people, not you. So I've found, I think Pete, Pete Davidson's very good looking, right? And you said, is it cause he's, is he good looking or is he just tall? You and said funny. That. Yeah. He's also funny. So like that, that carries most of I it. I know, but I'm, you, you know why a big reason too, why I don't like Pete Davidson. How tall is Travis Kelsey? Cause this will make my crush go away immediately. He's, no, he's probably like six, four. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, he's not like seven foot tall. You guys, we met a guy in New York. He was seven, three. Oh my God. Yeah. I've never seen a person that tall before. And listen, as a tall bitch, I hate when people say, how tall are you? I hate that, yeah. but I couldn't help it because 
it looked like he was being like, like someone was on stilts underneath yeah. him. Like he was wait, and he was like just working a normal job. Like he wasn't so nice. Yeah, Mister was like, how tall are you? <laughs> like a little. He kid. said, "I'm seven foot three. I'm I'm a I'm a little just a little guy." Mm. And I was, he literally in the elevator. He had to go like this. He had to like dip his head down to like get in the elevator. That's insane. That's insane. Insane. That's insane. I thought you were gonna say he was seven three. <laughs> Travis Kelsey, he would never be able you to move he's like super that. Tall. That doesn't seem really tall to me. That's okay. I could deal with that. No, tall for the average white man. Ugh, I'm getting the ick just thinking about him. Yeah. Like, what happens? Like when men are too handsome, like don't talk to me. He, he, listen, I'm gonna say the same thing about him that I do about every famous man, which is why I never have crushes. They all give me the ick. <laughs> like he cringes me out in a different way. I'm not saying he's a bad person. That's what I'm I get the ick with, with when men flirt with me, but I like I don't care if women do. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, I feel that. But like like Austin Butler, like him refusing to drop the Elvis thing, ick. cringe. Ick. Like cringe, fucking cringe, yeah, bro. I agree. Like it's so it's so bad that it's like at what point are you just too lost in the song? Like at what point are you like, do you need help? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, did you ever watch that documentary with Jim Carrey where he went ma- did method acting for this like famous comedian? It was like Andy Kaufman or something. Mm-hmm. And it was so bad that I don't even think they finished the movie. I can't remember if they did because he was so abhorrent like lost and, and hard to work with because that guy was known for being like annoying and rude and like too oh. much. And so it's a documentary of him like literally losing his mind. Damn. And it was really that's scary. Sad. Yeah. But that's why I think he doesn't method act anymore. I don't even know if he's really acting, but anyways, you guys, that's my current. White boy crush and thinking of him looking at me makes my butt hurt. You know what I mean? That's how I feel about all men, to be honest with you. So I'm but always like, why are you looking at me? You know? Ew. Yeah. That's like when I had Becca on the show uh, and she was like, everything men do gives me the ick. And then I was like, like what? And she said, like red lights. Like, why are you stopping at a red light? <laughs> like, ew. <laughs> Which is true. It's so true. Um, I saw Victoria Paris share this meme on her Instagram yesterday, but I mm-hmm. didn't understand it. I meant to send it to you. Uh-huh. And it was like, I have a 30 something in my rib cage, but I can't show it to her. Otherwise she'll get the ick. So I was like, is that a fart? Which is what I thought it was. But someone was like, no, I think it's like a, like a boner or something like that. Ugh. And what I was reading. 30 the- inches? A 30 inch I think boner? He's, like, ex- ex- he's exaggerating. Like, but anyways, people were like, Oh, like the ick is so stupid. And well, that's men. And they're all getting mad because now we're honestly, we have icks. Dude, that's just like when <laughs> people videotape okay, their husbands know, jumping off a waterfall. And they're like, new ick unlocked. And then all the comments are shitty single dudes being like, bro's just trying to have fun. Can't do anything. I'm like, you say you want to kill fat women. <laughs> what the fuck? And I, with my loving partner, I say, you disgust me when I watch you. <laughs> When I watch you plug your nose and jump in the water, it makes me want to kill myself. That's hilarious. Like, let's all laugh and um, kiki about it. Watching you drink out of my Stanley Cup. Ick. <laughs> Just like, oh my gosh. The thought of like, think about this. Think about the thought of of Travis Kelsey celebrating when they won last night. I thought it was fine. I didn't. Oh, word. You thought it was fine if he's running around going, let's fucking go a million times. He did that. You guys, <laughs> I have to be vulnerable with you. <laughs> My crush might be gone. Any man doing like, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you think about any man, you're like, uh, you should have. Okay. Cause I haven't, 
I've covered this on my Instagram, but my crush in San Diego, I no longer have a crush on her. I wish you made it something about her, and then my ick, then I wouldn't have been. So you sad. didn't ask me to. I, I okay, could make one up about do her. that. Her plugging her nose before she jumps in water. That doesn't cringe you out. I used to date someone who did that, so no. <laughs> Give me another one. <laughs> How does that not work then? I did it because I was used to watching. Okay, let me think of another it. one. Think about them celebrating after they they bowl and it's a good hit. Oh, walking back. Walking back. Like a celebratory, like I'm not being funny, like a celebratory, like I think bowling's one of the worst things in the world. It's so boring. Like, let me throw the ball like insane or I don't want to go. That's how we play. Like, I'm not kidding. Like, I'll bowl normal, like maybe four times. And then after that, I'm throwing it every time Billy throws his. <laughs> and he fucking hates it. Like, he <laughs> hates bowling with me because he takes it too seriously. I just, the thought of everyone having to, for me, first, I got to put on those fucking shoes. Then I got to walk up in front of everyone and, and be serious. <laughs> I literally just swing it between my legs because I want my turn to be over. Well, I also like can't, yeah, I can't well, bowl I can. anymore. Like I can't put my finger in the holes. Wait, give me another ick. That one was good, but it wasn't like enough. Think about them throwing darts. That's so icky. You don't like, I think you like you, that? Because this is a woman. So I think you're thinking like, give me one for a woman. Girl, I don't know. Women don't do shit like that. That I know. So I, like, I would think it's funny. Do you know what I mean? Well, then I can't give you a nick for that because I'm a woman supporting woman. You know what? Her yelling, <laughs> let's fucking go. That would that would do it for me. That's right. I, I can't think of an ick for a woman properly. I'm only thinking of icks for men, mm -hmm. which is could be anything at that point. Honestly, you couldn't give me one for Pedro Pascal. And that would work. Like, think point. about. Well, Pedro Pascal. No, I don't think so. But that's why I like, like think, what if they run and jump on a bed? Like it looks comfy. And yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Or like I'm laying on the bed and they run and jump on it. Like yeah. to get a bed. I would hate that. Yeah. There you yeah. go. That swings for both ways. That's annoying on both ways. Like ends. they're ex yeah. like an excited jump. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I don't like when people act like babies, like, you know, you like talk to each other a certain way and maybe you do that. That's yeah. fine. I don't want to watch you do that in front of other people. Who does that in front of other people? That's what I'm saying. That could be an ick. I, I'm imagining them doing that in front of their friends. That's kind of like, oh, never mind. You know what's a good ick that works for anyone? Um, it's think, genderless. <laughs> yeah. Think about them like getting, like wanting to film something and then like trying to record it like on TikTok <laughs> and it cuts off and they have to start over. What do you mean it cuts off? Like, like they're in the middle of the rant. Like they're like doing different clips oh, and then okay. they're like. And, a, and another thing and then it cuts <laughs> off and they're like oh I gotta start over and then it's a little bit that millennial pause is gonna be the death of me watching now that's all I notice I never do that I don't either as a millennial because I I always I'll literally edit it out if I felt yeah, like I lagged a little I do that too yeah I'm like I'm, you're not gonna catch me slipping no way okay enough. anyways speaking of icks I guess um, that leads right into today's topic, which is everyone's asking us for advice. Yeah, because I gave her an ick. So that's my advice. <laughs> oh, my advice is to like think of an ick for like some. If you feel like a crush is taking over your life, just like give it an ick in your head and it'll quell it for yeah. a little bit. It'll die it down. There you go. But I will say, hold on, before we move on from celebrity crushes, I've said this for so long, but I truly like this is not a joke. I'm being dead serious. I genuinely believe if you put me in a room with any man, regardless of fame, stature, money, I could get them to like me like romantically. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that I'm not, that is not a joke. 
and whatever you want to call it, delusion. Hey, is there anyone that you think you couldn't? No, <laughs> like the no. limit does not exist. Okay, I don't know. And even like, I don't want to say like anyone else who doesn't identify as a man, like maybe, maybe, I don't know. Like, but because we're talking, because I'm like, I'm a heterosexual straight, woman. Yeah. I'm only talking about straight men. Like I genuinely believe if you gave me like 10 minutes, I could get them to fall in love with me mm. or at least want to hang out with me more. Like they'd be like, I like her like that. There's like a very specific type of per- like specifically women. Like I know like, oh yeah. Like I, if I, I could do it. Yeah. And then like, I, I see myself more so with women doing that. Yeah. But it has to be a specific person and it tends to not be people I have crushes on. So I'm like, but I know if I sat next to you and talk to you, you would fall in love with me. No, I mean, yeah, for me, like with men specifically, there are some men that I'm like, yeah, but I'm telling any man, any, literally you name it. You know what's crazy guys is she's always said that. <laughs> even before Billy, even before. And Billy. I'm not wrong. She's always said that. Even any, she went to the pro bowl. That's a football game of sorts. Not this one recent one. She went to, how old are you? Like 20? Yeah. I don't even think you were 21. No, yet. I wasn't. I was 20. Like 20 and yeah. there are some, some football players that she was like, watch. some really famous this football she players. Did. She went, I'm telling you right now, if I walk past him, he's going to look at me and he's going to say something. And I was right. And then she was walking like this. <laughs> like Catwoman. <laughs> Dude, like Catwoman. Yeah, that's so funny. No, I was walking. Do you like, think you can make Rob Pattinson? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Anyone, you name it. Harry Styles, Austin Butler. Jonathan Majors, Pedro Pascal, Travis Kelsey. That would be easy. Football players are easy. (laughs) Athletes, I could do with my fucking eyes closed. I could go like this and get athletes to want to fly me out to Miami, bitch. Like, that's not a joke. Athletes are fucking easy, but I'm saying anybody, anybody, singer, actor, billionaire, philanthropist, doesn't matter. Marvel character. Literally any of them. And that's how I think everyone should be. I think you should all see yourselves like that because I'm, and it has nothing to do with looks. I just think that I'm just that like confident and that like my aura is that strong. (laughs) I genuinely think that, but not that I think I'm ugly. I just think my Mm -hmm. looks are, are like a a plus because I don't think I'm ugly at all. I feel like, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like if you hold that confidence, that's what I'm saying. Like we went to the Ant-Man premiere. And uh, remember, Grace was like, just give me a chance, Jonathan Majors. Yeah, our friend Grace Grace Africa. Grace Africa, she feels the same way I do. We, but, we vibed about it that night. But she's actually single, so she'll walk around and actually do it. Yeah, she will. She <laughs> dead ass will. And that's what I love most about her, because yeah. she's just she just like me, for real. Because I was I said that sentiment to her. She goes, oh, dude, same. I was like, right? <laughs> she's like, I just need to get in that area, and then it's over that's after that. That's why I text that. Brittany, I'm, all, I'm telling you, I just give me a chance, Pedro Pascal. I'm telling you around, dude, give me a chance. Like I the age gap isn't that bad. It's only eighteen years. We can make sometimes it work. I'm fine. like, give me just give me some time, give me five minutes. Let me walk past him. I've said that to days before. I'm like, if I look at him, he'll come over here, and it, and I've been right. <laughs> I have not one missed once. I, I had zero losses on the board for me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I feel like everyone should feel like that. Is it wins and then losses? Like when they when they post like when the- you're a fighter? Yeah, <laughs> I'm undefeated right now. <laughs> I am. It's the true. Belt of, the belt holder. Whatever. And that's why men hate me so fucking much. Other than the shit I say, it's because they know I'm right. <laughs> yeah. Anywho, that's what I, that's my advice. My first piece of advice to you is to carry that delusion with you. It, I think it's a confidence, but it borders on delusion. And I think that's fine. doesn't hurt anybody. I'll feel that, man. Yeah. There you go. All right. Let's get into this advice. Okay. Um, we got like over like 200 responses. So we'll, this will probably be like a two-parter. All right, friends. Cool. A lot of these are really serious. 
but we are really silly. So we'll have a good mix in there. Okay? Yeah. Okay, this first one is this one's from Emmanuel. Mm-hmm. And he said, what do you do when you feel like you're so far behind and not doing anything with your life as opposed to everyone else around you and everything you see? Oh, he's a cancer. Oh, well, that's why you feel that way. Because you're so empathetic. Because you're probably really, really happy for everybody around yeah. you. Yeah. At the same time. This one I say, I I'm, don't know how old you are. I would assume you're in your early, early to mid 20s. Yeah. You have more than enough time. Even if you're older than that, even if in your you're in your thirties, yeah. like or even below that, like um, like in your early teens or whatever. There's like I wish I until I was like twenty five, I truly believed I was like so far behind. Yeah, that's true. And I think a lot of that had to do with the situation I was in at the time. Yeah, and it's circumstantial. Yeah. It's not where you're at in life is not indicative of your capabilities. It's just where you're at. You know what I mean? Like currently, that doesn't mean you're going to stay there forever, especially if you have dreams and goals and ambition to Mm -hmm. like elevate in whatever way that you want to. Just because that's where you're at currently, first of all, doesn't mean you're behind. And second of all, doesn't mean it's a bad thing necessarily. Sometimes it's like setting you up for what's going to come later in life. Because I thought that I thought that I had figured it all out. I thought that my life had come to a point. When I got to the NFL, if we even think of our lives before the NFL, like yeah. we're working like a regular, regular jobs, job, yeah. like regular, schmegular, everything. Yeah. Still living at home, trying to figure out what we were doing. Yeah. Yeah. We want, we knew we wanted to do some sort of podcast or like, do you know what I mean? Like we wanted to do something. We never really thought about a podcast. I yeah. don't think we, we never verbalized specifically. No, a podcast, you're right. You're right. You're right. But we did like. We just knew we wanted to be in entertainment. I've always known that. We've so loved I YouTube forever. Yeah, yeah. So I I never I mean, I guess I thought like maybe I could be an influencer, but I never thought I had the sauce, to be honest. Because yeah. I because at the time, social media was very catered to like a talent of some sort, mm-hmm. like a beauty girl, right? Like the beauty community fashion. was huge fashion. Yeah. Um, lifestyle, gaming. Like, yeah. Emma Chamberlain was one of the first ones I had seen that didn't really have a niche other than being relatable. Like yeah. that was her niche was being relatable, but she was younger than me, like significantly younger 16, than me. Yeah. So then I thought to myself like, well, that ship has sailed. Like yeah. I, I can't do that anymore. I didn't film anything when I was in college. Like I didn't do that shit when I was in college. Like yeah. I just went to college like a normal person and lived a normal life, which I'm grateful for now. Like, but when I did get to the NFL, I truly thought like, I was like, Oh, this is it for me. Like this is going to be my whole life. And then when it fell apart, I was like, I'm so far behind. Like, what am I supposed to do now? Yeah. Like, I this it felt like to be the end. Yeah, yeah. Like that felt like it was the end game, and it and it fucking wasn't. Not even fucking close. Like, thank God. I think all that's I. I honestly thank the universe all the time that I got fired. Like, I am so grateful because then it like it set all these like stones for me to take the path I was really supposed to be on. I wasn't supposed to be on that one. Mm-hmm. You know. So I felt I was behind. I felt like. I had lost like the one great opportunity I was going to have when it came to that specific career. And I was wrong. You know, thankfully I was wrong. But um, if you feel like that, I would say to reassure yourself that there's nothing wrong with where you're at in life right now to just believe that the universe has a much greater plan for you than I think you're giving yourself credit for. And I would also, I don't know if y'all like to do like vision boards and stuff, but we do. Yeah. Them. We've done them every year for like, I want to say like the last five or six years. Yeah. And, um, with like little goals, but also really big goals. Like by the end of the year, I really want to do this, you know, but like 
um, I did mine last year when I was like, had like two pennies to my name and like literally <laughs> just me and my cats and my, all my shit. Yeah. And I was depressed and stuff. And I was like, you know what? Like, I really want to focus on my mental health next year. And so that has like a hundred different things under it. So yeah. going to therapy, taking time to be alone. Like, yeah. Same with like, I had a lot of self-care. So I had journaling and reading in there. And yeah. Then, and like expressing yourself, which is also a form of self-care. Yeah. So like getting new piercings, getting tattoos, yeah. dyeing your hair, yeah, like yeah. the nails, that, the lashes, yeah. nails and lashes. I've told Jason forever that the, those are forms of self-care yeah. and they, you deserve them. If they make you feel good, then you should get them. Yeah. I've been con- trying to convince her that of that for years. And last year was the first year she took it seriously. And look what happened. Yeah. Like 180. You know what I mean? Um, and also I know that sometimes uh, it sounds corny, but like vision boards and manifesting are so powerful. I can't even tell you how powerful they are. Like I've manifested so many things and so many other things have rippled out of it that I never would have thought could ever happen to me. So I'm a big believer in manifesting. I would set your intentions like it's still early in the year, like make a vision board and yeah. set your intentions. Like when I had Nigel Lee on the show, uh, on the comment section, she literally told me that one of the, she's a big manifester and she loves vision boards. And I was like, Oh this my God, on, same. This is on like January, like 20th. Dude. Yeah. This like it's 20th, still January. It's the 20th of the year. Yeah. And she, <laughs> she and her partner, she brought her partner to our San Diego show. She bought tickets mm-hmm. and she bought so VIP sweet. tickets to our tour and when I saw her in line, I said, what are you doing in line? Because mm. her and I are mutuals on everything. And she was like, oh, I just wanted to support you, which she's just the sweetest person. Her and her partner are the sweetest people in the world. But she literally told me when she came on my show that one of the biggest goals she had for her vision board and her manifestation is to be on my show. And I had no idea. I just invited her. And then she said her friends and family are always like, every time Nigel Lee says something is going to happen for her in her career, it does. Mm -hmm. And so she was like, when I got the invite, I literally called everyone. I was like, I told you, I told you. Mm -hmm. So she's like, so I could cross it off my manifestation and also my vision board. So the power, it's so powerful. So you just all in all, you have a lot of time ahead of you. Yeah. Uh, Give yourself credit. Yeah. And be patient. Be graceful with yourself. Yeah, Yeah. 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 And just, Again, trust in the universe's plan. I'm telling you, it's much greater and more important than I think you give yourself credit for. Yeah. And you're not far behind. You're right where you're supposed to be. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. This one's from Mac. She said, do you have any advice on getting back to the gym in a healthy and body neutral way? I've been a gym girly before, but I didn't have a good relationship slash life balance with food or the gym. Mm-hmm. I also deal with a lot of injuries. I want to hit up Healy for a gym program, but I'm scared getting back into it. I was going to say- the first thing you should definitely hit up. Um, yeah. Um, uh, belly for sure. Yeah. I, that's a great question. I, uh, did a Q and a recently when I <laughs> went to New York and I'll, I got a, this is not a joke. I got a lot of questions of people saying, can you show me your before and after for the gym? Because I feel like they can see a difference and they want to see the before, which doesn't make sense to me. So then I literally said, um, respectfully, no, I'm not going to post those anymore. I used to do that in the past. I've realized now it doesn't help me. It doesn't serve me, uh, because it's body checking and it's purest form. No matter the intention, it's body checking. It's like, look how shit I looked then and look how great I look now. Um, but I talked about how, like I've shifted my, I did this a while ago, but I've, I'm applying it now too to like taking pictures and stuff like that. Uh, because 
I've shifted my focus on what's important to me about going to the gym, right? So this is a fact I've said before. I never weigh myself, literally ever. The The number is arbitrary. It doesn't mean anything. It's not indicative of your health in any way, shape, or form. Ask any professional fitness person, like some, not a dickhead on fucking TikTok. I'm talking like a, an actual person who works in the industry and has for a long time. They stress the importance of understanding that the weight that you are is not indicative of your health at all. Look at how heavy football players are. There's some of them are in the best shapes of their life. You and like, would be shocked. You would be gobsmacked if I yeah. told you how much I weigh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's because it doesn't matter. Yeah. It does. It literally doesn't matter at all. Like, and you can see some of the fittest girls, people in the world are a lot heavier than they were before they started working out consistently and stuff. And it's because it doesn't matter. Yeah. So one of the things I, I advise you to do is to not weigh yourself. Don't take before and after pictures. Yeah. Don't do anything like that. Um, because that's how you get, get rid of the, uh, almost like the desire to like compare because then it's what's driving you to go to the gym is a fat phobic mentality, which yeah. is like, I don't want to look like that anymore. So I, I need to keep going to the gym. And Does that's that make what sense? makes it unhealthy and, um, unsustainable. Exactly. Um, to go completely body neutral, I'm still working on, to be honest with you. I, it's not like an overnight thing. It's really hard, especially since like we're public people now, like my, my body is constantly being scrutinized by everyone and everything like all, all the time. Um, so in order to exercise aggressive body neutrality, uh, I don't do those things anymore. I think of the gym as a thing for me to get movement, right. To get my body moving, and to clear my head, to that's, clear my head, yeah. anxiety yeah. and stuff. Um, it helps a lot. And then also to get strong. Mm-hmm. I've told you guys forever. I love being strong. Like, like when people, someone asked me, what's your favorite thing to train? And I said, shoulders and back. Because when I turn around, I want it to look like the rock. Yeah. That's what I want. I want my bag to look like a bag of ropes, bitch. Like I want it to be <laughs> so like bumpy and muscly. Like that's what I want for my yeah. back. You know what I mean? For my arms too. Like that's that's my favorite thing to train. I hate training legs. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. Um, but I love back because that's like my favorite thing to do. Cause I just think that looks so sick. Like to look so muscular from behind. I also think that people prioritize legs and stuff because- the butt and you guys misogyny patriarchy but if you think about it that's why it's so funny because i used to like doing legs because my legs are well i feel like i'm overall very strong but yeah dason's never- crazy strong like dason could pull two plates off the ground with no pride like she hasn't lifted like that heavy in like five years and she could pull it now if she really wanted to i just need to warm up and then i can do it <laughs> even then she's been fucked up and done it so like oh one time God. she was drunk and she walked into the this garage. This was during the pandemic. This was during the pandemic. So me and Billy made like a gym a in my parents' gym, garage. Yeah. And we bought a barbell and plates and all that shit. And we had it and two plates on each side. That's 245s on each side. That's 225, right? Every man's gonna be like, that's nothing. No shit, bitch. I know that. This bitch hasn't lifted heavy in like six years. She's fucked up, barefoot, drunk. Comes outside. She goes, check it out. She goes, ah. And she does three reps. Sumo squat. Not even. She pulled regular, regular, regular grip, no belt, no warming up. <laughs> Fucking pulled it. That's why I'm saying like, it's just the strength. Pedro Pascal, insane. are you listening? Just give me a chance, please. <laughs> you could lay down and we could tie you to a belt and I could do it. Please. Literally, literally like she pulled it and she was fucking drunk. And then the next morning she goes, why am I so sore? 
And then I go, because you pulled 225 off the fucking ground yesterday, bro. And then she was like, oh, well, and that was it. Didn't get hurt. Didn't, she didn't pull anything. She just felt sore. <laughs> she did fucking three reps of 225. That's fucking crazy with no prior training. I don't even remember. I don't know if you've ever pulled that ever before Probably that. In college, yeah, but I haven't done it in a while. Regardless, right? I'm going to become a muscle mommy. I'm telling you guys, you're going to see. She already is. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's the tea. I'm going to embrace that part of my identity. My, uh, I actually hit a PR in my deadlifts the other day. It was like a week or two ago. I pulled 275, which is pretty, pretty good with me never doing deadlifting anymore. I go to the gym all the time, but I, I deadlift like maybe once a week, if that, because I was focusing on training other things like my back, <laughs> trying to get a heavy back. Cause like I've um, hip thrusted like almost 500 pounds and that's easy peasy. I don't want to do it anymore. I want to do back and chest. My like goal is to bench a plate. I can't bench a plate, but that's my goal. I know. Your little noodle arms. I know. My chest is weak as fuck. I thought I was having a heart attack the other day. It's cause I did chest and my. <laughs> sore. And it oh, was yeah. sore <laughs> behind my titties. It was fucking sore. Yeah, dude, I was doing 45. <laughs> oh, dude, shoulder press. I love it. Oh, I love it. Anyways. Back to your question. How to have a good relationship with the gym. Well, well also, see how, silly, see how silly this shit is? Yeah. That's why I go to the gym. Well, you have to think too, like, it's just the gym. Yeah. Like, we give it way too much power over us because yeah. of how men have monopolized it and made it this, like, scary, awful place. Creepy, yeah. Creepy, a creepy place, a place to be judgmental, mm -hmm. which is, like, the complete opposite of fitness. It's, that's not what it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Whatever fitness and fitness can take many forms. Yeah. I've told people all the time, you don't have to lift weights to be valid in your exercising routine, whatever it may yeah. be. You could go for a walk. You could put on like something to dance to. Mm -hmm. You could do like, um, virtual VR workouts. You, movement is movement, no matter what it is. And you know who taught me that Billy, you know what I mean? Like he gave that gift to me, which is why it always sounds so phony when I like gas him up for how good he is of a trainer, but he really fucking he really is. is like, and he as, trains Jason yeah, as someone who hates the gym. Yeah. And also hates men, men especially, especially in the gym, straight men in the well, gym, I was especially gonna say, not only just Billy helping me with the workouts and he goes off your goals or whatever. Yeah. Um, and answers all your questions or like, cause I go to my, the gym in my complex. I'll yeah. tell him that machine makes me feel silly. I don't want to do that one. <laughs> and he'll put a different exercise in there. I'll be That's like, comparable to yeah, it. Or I'll yeah. be like, oh, someone else is on this one. Can I do something else? And then he'll send it to me. I was going to say, I think the biggest help for me was um, like being very uh, conscious of like what you're watching on TikTok. Yeah. If I see one more of the, that little meme of Finn Wolfhard doing the snap thing. Yeah. The, with the hot dog song from Mickey's Playhouse. If I see one more of a of a bloated body to a skinny body because she took L-glutamine, I'm going to throw my phone in the, the ocean. What the fuck is that? It's this pill. They're all saying it gets rid of all your bloating and then your chin. Like, no, it's not. That's not how you lose weight. I'm not taking that. Also, if it is, it's an unsafe dietary so supplement. I, I'm going not interested. If I see another, oh, because I focus on myself, not interested. That's, <laughs> ugh, dude, those piss me off because- it's first of all, body checking. Yeah. It's fat phobic. And it's also extremely triggering to other people. I don't want to watch it. And nobody needs to see that shit. One, two, who are you doing it for then? Yeah. If that's what you did it for, who, what's the intention behind it? Which is what I always say. Like, it's such a fine balance between unpacking your internalized phobia or internalized fat phobia and wanting to go to the gym for whatever mm. reason. And I always say like the biggest thing to focus on is the intention. Why do you want to go? 
Do you want to go because you're single and you feel like no one's going to love you in the shape that you are now? Do you want to go because you want to fit into something? Do you want to go because you have thin friends and you want to fit in? Or do you want to go because your body aches, you're getting older, you want to get movement and you just want to feel good and feel strong and feel powerful. Like all the intention is what matters the most about going to the gym. I don't know. I get so many weight loss transformation ones on my thing. My phone is so fat. So big to me. Um, and I'm always putting not especially for someone who doesn't consume that content, any sort of gym content at all, literally at all. But I always get the ones that are like, uh, I think of her because no one wanted to talk to her. And it's always like a flashback of her being fat and then her being skinny. And that's like awful. Who the fuck wants to see that? I don't want to see that. It's also, it's awful. So I will say one of my favorite gym people to follow on TikTok besides Billy is Leo Skeppy. Oh yeah. Because he goes to the gym and talks about, I didn't want to come, but I know, bitch, I I had to come to the gym today. And the, the honest to God truth is like, this is the biggest scam of them all. Is like, you feel better when you move, unfortunately. unfortunately it's the guys, biggest scam of them all. So, terrible news. Terrible news. My anxiety goes away the minute <laughs> I leave the gym. Terrible news. Mentally ill people sometimes need movement. I go to the gym like in tears because I don't want to go. And yeah. then I leave and I'm like, am I in my sleigh era? Immediately when I leave. And then sometimes when I leave, I go, that was the worst workout ever. And I'm like mad at myself because I feel like I didn't push myself where I couldn't. And then yeah. I get to my apartment and then I go, but at least I went to the gym today. And I'm all, yes. Like and a little it's like win. little wins. I, I literally told my mom, the other day I go once, like sometimes I'll go all the way to the gym. I'll go all the way there, park my car. I'll sit in my car for like 30 minutes. Cause I don't want to go in. Yeah. Then I go inside and I do 20 minutes on the Stairmaster and then I leave. <laughs> like what a waste of time. But at least I did something. But at least I did something. I did something that, that I got a, little, a good little sweat and then I went home and then I felt good. Sometimes I put on my work outfit and I go, I'm not going today. I've done that too. I'm going to sit down and watch TV all day. Cause I don't feel good. And then the the biggest struggle, I think, besides going to the gym or finding the strength or courage to go is also eating, which is specific to everyone, right? Um, eating is very, very different for everybody. But I will tell you what Billy told me that that really changed my perspective on food is that food is not here to hurt you. It's not here to harm you. It's supposed to nourish you. It's supposed to fill your belly. It's supposed to make you feel good. Like I'm someone who finds a lot of joy in food. Like it, I think maybe it's a cultural thing, bitch. I don't know. But like, Mm -hmm. I love to eat as do most people and there's nothing wrong with that. So when I would like be really mean to myself about wanting to eat certain foods, Billy literally goes like, what, why is that a bad thing? He'd ask me that like verbally. And I'd be like, I don't know. Cause like, cause I'm being fat phobic towards myself. And he'd be like, if you want to eat it, eat it. Who cares? Who cares? Life is too short. It really is. It's way too short. And I'm saying that as someone who's been on both ends of the spectrum. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, um, obviously, I think anything you eat in excess can turn sour, but that's like with anything. I'm talking healthy shit too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you only drink protein shakes and you only eat protein bars forever, you're going to have a terrible result at the end. Same on the other side. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It all just depends. It's all very specific to the person. But I think um, I think a lot of times if you if you focus your anything having to go with a gym on other people, like what they're thinking of you, what they may think of you, what they mm-hmm. may not think of you, you're never going to sustain it. It's never going to you're going to have no longevity mm-hmm. and you're just going to beat yourself up. Right. And Dason is someone who has like hated uh, 
fitness people or not fitness people. <laughs> you were saying hated her body. No, like, no, like, the bitch. gym. No, it's true. The uh, gym yeah. in general because it's awful. I was just telling Adam, I've always had this really big fear of being tired in front of men. Yeah. Just men. And I think it's because all my soccer coaches, every coach I ever had truly was always a man. I think I had like maybe one female coach and she was for volleyball. Yeah. But it's always men. I've never wanted to be tired in front of them. I don't know why. We just get really embarrassed. Yeah. I think it's like, maybe it's like a vulnerability thing. I don't know. I don't know. But um, yeah. So I've hated the gym. So I, that's why I, what's nice about going by myself is that it, I'm excited that it's a new thing I'm doing and I'm doing it by myself. Yeah. And that I'm doing it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And you know, what's another thing. And I told Dason this too, um, is like to get cute outfits. If you can put together a cute outfit, wear a skirt to the gym, like a little tennis skirt or something like they don't have to be expensive. Cause sometimes people ask me about my workout outfits, all my shit I've collected over the past like three years. Mm. Like it's not, I just, I, I'm not like buying it randomly. No, I literally have a collection of workout outfits because that's how long I've been consistently trying to lift. I would say affordable places to get workout clothes. I always say, a tar- honestly, Target's the best. Target is great. Target's the Old best. Navy is Old great. Old Navy's hit or miss sometimes. Like, like I have Well, a- they have cute dresses and stuff. Oh, I'm just saying the sizing of it. Oh, yeah. So, and then the pricing sometimes is like a lot. You're kind of like, but it's cheaper than Gymshark. Or Lulu. Or Lulu. And Lulu, I go, if I go, I buy one thing because I'm like, $80 for a pair of leggings. Well, and Lulu, like, speaking as someone who, like, has a lot of Lulu, I know it's expensive. Mm-hmm. If you can't afford it, if you want to buy, like, one piece, I always suggest a pair of pants, black pants. They last you forever, yeah. dude. Like, they are such high quality. They last you. That's why they're so fucking expensive. But, like, if you can't go there... Um, Target's a great alternative too. We also had a couple of people ask about gym anxiety. I always think of how Billy always says this. He's like, you're allowed to take a space, space in, in the, the gym. gym. Yeah. Like you should, you're allowed in every space you go to go to into. take up space. Yeah. But yeah. even more so in the gym, you're allowed to be in there. I always think now when I go is that everyone else is thinking I'm, I'm looking at them. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, so what if I just thought no one was looking at me? <laughs> Yeah, gaslight yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then I make, I was telling someone that I have a whole routine. I have, I put on a really cute outfit. Yeah. I fix my hair and yep. then I bought fancy headphones for the gym. I have headphones t- are great, dude. I, yeah. I highly recommend a nice pair of headphones for the yeah. gym. Like I used to be a like earbuds girl, like an AirPods girl. Not anymore, bitch. I'm a big over the ear one because yeah. they're soundproof. I can't hear anything but myself. Yeah. Like, and sometimes I listen to myself. Sometimes I listen to our podcast. Sometimes I listen to my own podcast. Sometimes I'm giggling on the treadmill listening to jokes. Listening to myself. Yeah. But, um, and then I get a fun little drink. Everyone's been talking about, have you seen the lost to get Celsius? I don't care. I'm buying them. They're still at the store. I can't buy them. I highly recommend C4. Okay. As someone who's been victimized by powder pre-workouts, <laughs> right? I dry scooped powder pre-workout. On an empty stomach, only coffee. I almost lost my life in the gym that day. <laughs> I almost shit myself into like a coma. That's not a joke. It was so bad and scared me so terribly. I was like hung over the next day. I like the flu. <laughs> I literally gave myself a sickness because it was so bad. So I no longer do powder pre workouts. I'm not that anymore. They're too much. So like... My recommendation is like a monsters are monsters are good. The sugar free ones. Cause the other ones will hurt your tummy. Um, or C fours, bro. Mm. I've been telling Dason to do C fours. Like it's the perfect amount of energy. Like I don't like how big they are. That's why I like the Celsius cans. Cause they're the little eight ounce guys. Celsius is not strong enough for me for the gym. Uh, for me it is. So that's so, yeah, it depends. Different. Everyone's different. 
But go I'm, to Target. They sell them in singles. Oh yeah, try and them out. get like one of each and just try yeah. it on different days and see what works. Celsius is really good if I'm like I'm feeling sleepy and I need more energy mm -hmm. for like work. Celsius is great because C4 would be way too much for that for me. <laughs> but like a C4 works great for the gym for me. It's the perfect amount of like like a pringle. You get pringle or prickly when you feel the the pre workout hit. It like it tingles. Oh, I don't feel like that. That's how it's supposed to feel. Don't get scared if it does that to you. That's how it's supposed to feel. I, I have the prickly up my spine and like up my neck and on my it's chest. Spidey sense. Yeah, it's my, it's my. What? I was gonna. I was thinking about when I uh, showed Billy the fourth Harry Potter for the first time. Oh yeah. And then he was like, ah, his scars like hurting every time Voldemort comes. And then I was like, see that his pussy's tingling. That's how I feel. That's how. It feels. <laughs> Shut <laughs> the up. The prickling. Fucking stupid. <laughs> Those are, I hope we answered your question. Bro. Yeah. Don't be afraid to hit up, uh, Billy. This is like, this sounds so biased and I am biased to an extent, to be honest with you. Don't listen to her. Listen to me. Yeah. As someone, I've known Billy since I was 14. Yeah. I've watched him do so many different types of gym transformations on himself, on other people. Yeah. And I'm someone who hates the gym. <laughs> I fucking hate the gym. Literally, like I would rather like like talk to literally no one ever again for the rest of my life than have to go to the gym before now. But I'm saying he builds the workouts to create a confidence in you. Yeah. So then when you're walking around in there, I'm like, mm. that's how I feel when I'm in there. Okay. Well, and it's also like, this is something I told Billy when he was a trainer. Cause now he's just a full-time creator, mm -hmm. but his clients, none of them look the same. Yeah. None of them look the same. And that's important. Yeah. Because some when you're clients, looking for a trainer. Yeah. Cause some clients, all of them look the same. And then you're like, what are you going to teach me? Yeah. And also Billy is someone who has experienced different seasons of his body too. And he was an athlete for a long time. Mm -hmm. And he's also genetically predisposed to being bigger because he's someone just like us. So he gets it. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like he understands it more better than anyone I feel personally could as a personal trainer, like mm -hmm. not to say he's the only good trainer in the world. I'm sure there are many other great ones, but like none of his clients look the same. They ranged in ethnicity and age and body type and height, literally everything. Like he's trained people that are in their sixties. Mm -hmm. He's trained 17 year olds and everyone in between. You know what I mean? So just a thought, if you want to reach out to him, please do. You're not beholden to doing anything. Even if you talk to him and you decide maybe not, but um, at least you could get the conversation going. Maybe it'll inspire you to want to go on your I'm own. I'm telling you guys. You know I mean? I'm telling y'all. Come on. Yeah. But anyways, love you. Love you. <laughs> Especially if like you try, if you're trying to do like strong like Drew and like maybe you're not used to going. Well, you said you have a gym background. But anyways, if anyone who's listening doesn't have a gym background. Yeah. I'm telling you, I did 75 hard, which is a scam. Don't do it. Me too. <laughs> um, I finished it all the way. And Same. I literally, my all my whole, all of my workouts, I just went walking because I hadn't been to the gym in like eight years. Yeah. So I just said walking. So even if you use something small like that, you walk up and down the street for 20 minutes. That's good. Movement is movement. Yeah. I tell people that all the time. You don't need to go to the gym. Just like go for a walk. My home gym or my home gym, the one in my complex is a lot smaller than most mm -hmm. gyms. Like it doesn't have barbells or anything like that. Yeah. So I'm it's working, like a hotel gym. I'm working up the courage to go to the real gym by going to my little one. Yeah. See, and that's, and there's nothing wrong yeah. with that. Not even a little bit. That's why I said, go for a walk, go ride a bike. There Jason's not allowed to do that, but not me. Do that for me, though. <laughs>
All right, friends, we're going to take a quick little ad break with our friends at Babbel. So for most of us, learning a second language in high school or college wasn't exactly a high point in our academic careers. For most of us, when I say that. I personally, I took Spanish all throughout high school and I got to take it my first year of college. I absolutely loved it because I grew up around a lot of Spanish-speaking people. And it felt really nice being able to understand what they're saying and communicate with them in their native language. But Drew and I were both Samoan and we did not grow up learning someone. We know certain words and phrases, but not really. So we're super excited to be partnering with Babbel. So now thanks to Babbel, the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions, there's an addictively fun and easy way to learn a new language. Whether you'll be traveling abroad, connecting in a deeper way with your family, or you just have some free time, Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons that you'll actually use in the real world. So I think I'm going to continue using the Spanish one because I'm not fluent in Spanish, but I definitely would love to be fluent in more than just English, if you know what I mean. So Babbel's 15-minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go. Other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 100 language experts. So right now, you can get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash twoidiotgirls. That's babbel.com slash twoidiotgirls for up to 55% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. Now back to the episode. Okay, uh, this next one's anonymous. Uh, they said, how to get back into dating after your first lesbian heartbreak. That shit hurted. I did go to therapy after that. That's all. Did you write that yourself? <laughs> I don't know. It feels like I wrote it. <laughs> um, I did the apps. Don't like the apps. <laughs> they're, I guess you did say, though, they're like a confidence booster to an extent. Yeah. Sometimes you got to fluff the ego a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So download, like, I did, like, all of them at the same time. My favorite one was Tinder. And that's not just because they sponsored us. Like, that was genuinely yeah. the, my favorite one that I did. I tried her. I hated that one. Yeah. Um, I tried Taimi. Taimi. That one's all over. It's an ad all over fucking TikTok. Okay. That one's awful. I did all of them. Field. I did a bunch of them. But the only one I liked was Tinder. Yeah. Um, what about like mentally? Um, what honestly what helped me was was making queer friends. Oh yeah. That is so like um what's it called? Like it's like a phenomenon. Like it's weird to have for queer friends to have other queer friends that you haven't slept with or yeah. been with romantically. There's nothing wrong with that because I had a bunch of queer friends who all did that. I I don't, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um there's something really special about having other queer like girlfriends that you guys all go out together to go do queer stuff together. Yeah. It's so fun. So wherever you live, like I know in LA, because that's the ones that I've been to, they have a yeah. bunch out there. They have so many in San Diego. I promise I'll make my way down there. I've had so many people hitting me up. And then I know Toronto, like they have them everywhere. So I would just try to look for your community and go out with their friends without the intention of like, like I saw this on TikTok. Like every time you walk into a coffee shop, you shouldn't be like, "This is gonna be the moment I fall in love with someone," because <laughs> it hurts your feelings, and then you end up like fucking up how you feel, and then like all your romanticizing. Yeah, your all manifestation the time. that you're like because you expect too much. My therapist always tells me to have realistic expectations. <laughs> Literally every time she tells me, she's like, "Jason, we need to have better expectations." I'm like, "Okay." So and it's also it's also too like I feel like a big part of Jason's healing was her learning how to love herself like yeah outside of outside of another person as cheesy as it sounds especially because well we're all women yeah people i've dated so then you it's when i growing up i'm taught to be friends with other girls yeah so those types of relationships when they do end tend to hurt a lot more and and dason is someone who loves 
unabashedly and like with her whole entire being. So, so much so, so, much that, so that she loses herself yeah. in the other person. And I feel like that was a big part of her healing too, was like learning, under, learning, not just learning, cause she already knew it, but like believing that like no one could ever love her as much as she loves herself. Yeah. And like that, like believing it was the part that she needed to work on because she already knew that to an extent, mm-hmm. but she needed to believe that it was true and that she could do it. Yeah. And I think that was like something huge that she accomplished, which helps, I think, with like reentering the scene because then you won't mm-hmm. be as afraid because you're like, whatever happens is going to happen. I can't control it. But what I can control is how much I love and uplift myself. Those are the expectations I set for myself. <laughs> The realistic expectations is like, I can't control what other people do or how they react to me, but I can control how I react to myself and how I love myself. Here's what I will say too, because it's like kind of similar. I feel like when you were talking about like, I could walk into every room and like make everyone fall in love with me. Yeah. I'm telling you, everyone is just the same with the gym. Everyone is just as afraid as you are. But I cannot, especially yeah. when I went to Pride and I just started talking to people and I'm like, this bitch wants to fuck me so bad. Like immediately I'm already thinking that because I'm talking to people. Because who knows? Who knows? That's why I remember when on our Tinder episode, I said, gaslight yourself. Yeah. That's why I said, when, when you ghost, that's fine yeah. to me. I'd, I'd never really been ghosted to be honest. Like, not like that. <laughs> oh, like, okay. No, I mean like not to that extent, like yeah. to the point where it was like, it was like we were talking all the time and all of a sudden mm-hmm. they disappeared. Um, I ghosted, I got ghosted. I'm sure. I just okay. can't think of anyone in particular. Cause it doesn't matter because in my head I told myself, well, they probably died or something. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Like you know, it's probably so busy. That's or so unfortunate yeah. for them that they can't date me anymore. That sucks for them. I would also say too, sending that, you peace and love. You know what ex- I mean? Yeah. Like the expectations you now have from your past partner that you want to apply to your new one. Do not, do not go back on them. Yeah. <laughs> if they did something that pisses you off, like my ex, right? We would text a lot. And then towards the end, she stopped texting me. And I knew she was doing that on purpose because she knew that would bother me. Yeah. That is something. And I didn't say anything because I'm very passive and I just didn't want conflict in my new relationships. As I'm continuing to meet new people, I'm upholding that standard, holding new standards. Yeah. The the actual standards. Cause it's just like the movie 500 days of summer. Yeah. You know, the part where Chloe Grace Moretz goes, why don't you look back again? And I bet you I it'll look t- different. Watch that movie <laughs> yeah. and then apply it to yourself. Cause if you watch it, remember he looks back and he yeah. watched it and he sees that she was annoyed with that. Him. She was disinterested, yeah. that she was disconnected, that she didn't want to be with him. Yeah. She was very upfront and honest about oh. not wanting to be with him. Like it was very clear that she didn't want a relationship with He's him. Having unrealistic expectations. Exactly. Exactly. And romanticizing the wrong parts. And I exactly. think and, and he was super self-absorbed. He was an incel. If you rewatch it. And he says that Justin Gordon Levitt said, yeah. watch it again and watch it for real because he's actually the villain in that movie, yeah. which is true because even at the very end when they see each other again and then he was like, what's the difference? And she was like, what? I just knew. And he's like, knew what? And she goes, what I was never sure of with you. Uh, and I was like, me. <laughs> like how honest she is. Like she's always, and one thing about her, she was honest the, the whole entire time. fucking time. Yeah. Like he could never really be mad at her because she was never lying to him. And he was sexualizing every single thing she did. Like mm-hmm. even when she asked to dance together, like at a wedding, mm-hmm. a platonic dance, yeah. no make it now. Yeah. He was like, why'd you ask me to dance? And she's like, cause I wanted to. Like, like, why is that such a crime? <laughs> he's like, yeah, that makes sense. He's like, oh, and you just do everything you want to, huh? Cause he was a fucking incel. Yeah. Like he would, he was misogynistic is what mm-hmm. he was. So that's what I highly advise you to do is to, is to rewatch it. Like rewatch the relationship. I told Dason that too a million times. I'm like, 
it doesn't feel like it now, but like the further away you get, the more you're going to see it clearly for what, what it was, was yeah. like. And that's not to say there was never anything good in there, mm -hmm. but there was a whole lot of bad that, that she overlooked. I thought was good. Yeah, that she overlooked mm -hmm. or she she um, made excuses for or softened. Like mm -hmm. she was like, well, it's not that bad because. X, Y, Z. Like if you have to make an excuse for it, it was bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Regardless. And that doesn't make you a bad person for feeling that way. But I think when you relook and you see it for what it really was, then it makes you feel more confident going into a new potential yeah. relationship because you'll be able to see it. I clearly. also wouldn't um, compare yourself to other lesbians. Girl. When all that lesbopia mm. shit was happening in August. Yeah, the way some of them move on really quickly. So fast. I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't. I was single for a year. I truly believe all those bitches need to be single for at least a year. Yeah. I After having done it, because my mom was like, you need to be single for a year. And I was like, you don't know anything. I'm going to be in love. It's a month. <laughs> and now it's been a year. And I'm like, thank God. You know what I mean? You but need it, man. You gotta get your shit together. Especially with like a love that is so all consuming, all encompassing. Like it just washes over you like a wave and you can't get out you know what i look mean look up limerence have you seen tiktoks on limerence mm -mm. it's like basically romanticized it's but that it's what joseph gordon love it was doing Romanticizing yeah. literally everything that you don't see anything bad and yeah. and making up everything they're doing yeah which like is they're like they do something like that's a standard like this is a perfect let me know if you want to cut this this is a perfect example uh when dason was in her healing journey and we would talk and stuff about what had happened I would tell her, she would tell me things like, oh, well, you know, she would buy me my favorite candies and like bring them home. And I was like, okay. Like she would, she would go get herself coffee and then ask her if she wanted one. And then I would cry every and time. And then she would be like, isn't that so romantic? I go, I mean, it's nice. I wouldn't <laughs> say it's romantic. Like that's a stand, that's a bare minimum yeah. thing. Like she thought about you when she was outside and she knew you were at home with no car. Like that's literal bare minimum shit. But like Dason would romanticize it to the point where she was like, Oh my God, like she's so thoughtful. She's so this, she's so that. But then like so much so that when she would do fucked up things, she would, she wouldn't like connect them at all. She'd be like, well, that's just totally different. And I'm like, it's, it's all under the same umbrella of keeping you satisfied just enough to keep you there. You know what I mean? And I feel like that can be very common sometimes in relationships because when you have someone like you who who just wants to love so deeply and passionately because that's just who you are, I think a lot of times bad partners take advantage of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they whether it's conscious or subconscious, I don't know. Either way, it doesn't make it okay. So that's like a perfect example of like, what is it limerence or whatever yeah it's more so like it's like you 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 like don't know people enough it's not really the same thing but it's kind of yeah. like a, i mean that is a really good point i'm just saying it's a, it's an example of over romanticizing something to the point where you're like well they can't do anything bad because look what they do yes, for me when yes. they're doing nice things yes and it's like that's like yeah like i do that for her you know what i'm saying like the shit that like like that Dason was like so convinced at the time when she was in her healing, that was like the end all be all of romanticism. I do that for you because yeah. I love you and I care about you. It's like a considerate thing. Like yeah. it's not a, it's not necessarily a, like a soulmate thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think, uh, a lot of times if you come to terms with stuff like that, as painful as it may be in the beginning, mm -hmm. it makes you 
have a lot more confidence in entering potential new relationships yeah. because then you'll be able to see it. So fall in love with yourself first, girl. Yes. Keep going to therapy because it's good for you. Yes. And then we it'll, stand. Therapy. It'll happen when it's supposed to happen. I go as cheesy I wanna, as that sounds. I want to be in love so bad. But then in New York, I was thinking, God, then I'll have to share a bed with them. <laughs> Maybe not. Okay. Last one. Ready? Yeah. Okay. This one's from Lexi. I want you to give advice on this one because I also deal with this. Okay. How to deal with your crush not knowing you exist. <laughs> what are our thoughts on this? Is that all it says? Yeah. Okay. I'm not laughing at your question, Lexi. I'm laughing. We're yeah. laughing because this is every crush I've ever had. Well, I'll just tell you what I told Dason. Why don't you do something about it? Okay. Like message them or something. I don't know. Like I should DM Travis Kelsey when we're done. That's what you just said. That's your advice. That's not a real crush though. Okay. Dason has these things where they're like, okay. they're crushes in theory, <laughs> but like when push comes to shove, like that bitch is going to run the opposite direction. Cause she's not being for real. No, she's not for real. No, she is not for real. Dude, you're not for real. You are all of my crushes. No, about men, the men you crush on. I am about real. Pedro Pascal, but not really for, for like in theory for Trent. You're not, you are, but you're not. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like you are, but also no. Okay. No, what not. about my, my ex crush that I had? You never did anything about that. I asked you what to do and you said nothing. I told you to follow them and yeah. to message them. And you said, I'm not doing that. And I said, well, no, I don't know what to tell you. Then <laughs> I said, then do nothing at all. And, and then you were I like, did. and then I got the ick. That's what happens. Well, there you go. Yeah. But like, my thing is like, I've told Jason this is, is to literally do something about it. The only way to know how it's going to end is to do something about <laughs> yeah. it. You know what I mean? Like the thing about crushes is when people crush, they do it from afar and they do nothing about it. Yeah. Like, it's not like someone. I am so good at that. <laughs> so good. But then they like, it, it's almost like this is Dason's problem too. She'll have a crush for so long and do nothing about it that she fabricates something like she she finds a reason to be disgusted <laughs> and then she moves on. And so I'm always like, you have no idea. Oh, well, I think my crush has a girlfriend. That's also. Uh, well, yeah, that's different. I really but I just. The ick too, so, yeah, I yeah. just mean about the ick part like that comes in after however long of not doing anything mm -hmm. about it. Like your needs not being met in any way, shape or form is eventually going to turn you off to some extent. You know what I mean? Because then it feels almost personal, like they're doing it to you. Like, okay, this is ironic coming from me because I was not someone who pursued really ever before I was taken yeah, off the field. Yeah, we know. No, I'm saying like, I was not someone who like pursued to an extent though. Mm -hmm. But if I was interested in someone and I really, and I really was about it, I'm like, I'm really trying to hang out with this person. I'm really trying to see this person. I did something about it to an extent. You know what I mean? Like you message them. Mm-hmm. You text them, whatever. I'm not saying you have to be like, hey, you, me, Friday night. You know what I mean? You don't have to be like Ew. that. But do something active, like follow them, okay. react to their stories. You know what I'm saying? Like try to key key in the DMs kind of thing. Like he, 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 right, whatever. Yeah. And then if they don't respond, then just make up something in your head. Yeah. Then that's when you gaslight yourself. I, I love you guys. I'm not going to do that. I want someone to pursue me. Well, and that's, that's fair. Like- but and Billy has talked about this many times, but like he pursued the fuck out of me. That's yeah. the only reason we're together. And I feel like if it was, if it's meant to be, it'll be, it'll work out the way it's supposed yeah. to be. Yeah. 
But if you're just fucking around and having fun, like, what do you have to lose? If it's a crush, do something about it. Here's something I'll say about those of you that slide into my DMs. So many of you have private profiles and I got to see what I'm working with. <laughs> number one. And number two, a lot of you are too young. My limit's 25. That too, yeah. Sorry. And even yeah. then, I would prefer 27. Yeah, then say 27. Okay, 27. Yeah. Because I'm 29. So Yeah, Dason's going to be 30 this year. So, I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to date a 25-year-old. Yeah, dog. Let's you're out of your mind. If you have your you're, college and the, the year that you're going to graduate and that year hasn't happened yet, don't DM <laughs> me. I love you, but don't DM me. You have to be the same age as me. There you go. Yeah. Because I'm 27. I'm going to be 28 this year. So, yeah. you got to be the same age 95 as 95 babies. There you go. Yeah, 95 or older. Or older. I would yeah. prefer older. Yeah. My current crush. Oh, that's okay. We don't need to go over that. <laughs> I would say the best way to get over a crush is to do something about it. Well, no. Yeah. To if to make it. If, it was like, if a crush doesn't know you exist, what should I do? Message them. Yeah. You never know. If it's like, I mean, obviously, if it's like fucking Travis Kelsey, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you guys, I'm going to try it after this. <laughs> when honestly, the bit goes too far. <laughs> honestly, with that, like. I told you like about athletes, like just be in the fucking room. Like if you're in the same room mm -hmm. and you just look at them, chances are it'll happen. You got a 60, 40 chance of going home with that player. I'm telling you right now, the odds are in your favor in that sense. Guys, so, I got to get to Arizona stat. <laughs> that bitch isn't in Arizona anymore. He's probably back in oh. fucking Missouri. Yeah. Kansas city. I know a thing or two. I almost said Cincinnati. That's Ohio. All right, friends, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Two Idiot Girls. If you have advice questions, please send them to us. But please don't be mad because there are, I just looked right now, over 300 responses. So there's no way for us to get to all of them. I know, them. we're trying. We're doing our darndest. We're trying our best. Next time, we won't talk as much about all my white boy crushes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It had to be said. It was prevalent right now. <laughs> it is um, what it is. But other than that, if you enjoyed this episode, you can stream all episodes. Everywhere you can listen to podcasts. And you can always watch a video version on our YouTube channel. Yes. But other than that, we love you and we hope you have a great week. Bye. Bye.